Hello and welcome to episode number five of Fitness Unraveled, the show that motivates, educates and unravels the confusing online health and fitness space. I just wanted to say thanks for jumping in my DMs with your questions and comments from the previous podcast. I always love to dig deeper on your guys' personal struggles when it comes to losing fat and toning up. It seems like the lack of motivation was a big one for a lot of you. And for those that missed it, go give the previous podcast a listen. I talk about how to stay motivated and consistent by building a bulletproof routine for your fitness goals. I just want to also reiterate that I am due to be launching my one-on-one online coaching business on Monday the 13th of Feb. So if you struggled with weight loss in the past, feel like your social life trips you up, or find you miserable on a diet, I'm here to show you it doesn't have to be like that. I know how to get your results from creating a system to support you through this change. I've got first-hand experience balancing a nine-to-five job, family commitments, a social life, and achieving my fitness goals, as well as helping many others doing the same as a personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. So it's one thing being able to nail your training routine and being able to stick with your programming, but it's a whole other kettle of fish being able to nail your nutrition alongside all of this too especially when the idea of tracking calories sends you into like the deep abyss of obsessing over numbers. I'm willing to bet that you probably know your training and nutrition go hand in hand if you're really serious about getting in better shape. So knowing the types of things you should be eating can be really confusing with all the conflicting things you see plastered over the internet. Things like information on protein, why each food group is important, best sources of protein, keto, good fats, etc. And the story is all too familiar. So you're stuck with eating chicken breast and salad for three days in a row because you're so confused with everything that you see online that that's what you default to. And you end up getting massively frustrated with the boringness of it, let alone you're hangry and impatient as a result. So you end up ordering that burger on Thursday and be done with it, only for it to lead you to wanting extra fries, raiding the fridge after as well because you've been so restrictive. So you know you need to eat better and be more consistent, but you actually don't know the types of things you should be shopping for when you're doing your weekly food shop in Sainsbury's or Tesco and whether your decisions really are in line with your fitness goals. So if you want to know more than just quote-unquote make generally better choices... Here's a six-step guide to building healthy meals without counting calories that will provide adequate nutrients to your diet without slaving away over MyFitnessPal every two seconds. One, eat lean protein at most meals. This is because lean protein helps improve managing your appetite, body composition, performance, recovery, and overall health. So with this, you want to develop a protein prep ritual. So consider cooking your protein in bulk, for example, several chicken breasts or tofu steaks at once to have readily available. Plan meals that include protein. Decide on a few go-to meals that include protein and that you can make regularly. And if eating out, look ahead at the menu to identify a high-protein option. Also, to know the amount you should roughly be eating without counting or tracking, a serving of protein is about the size of your palm. Two, eat colourful vegetables and or fruits at most meals. This will nourish you properly and help you feel more satisfied with meals. So develop a colourful fruit and veg shopping list. Choose vegetables and fruits you know that you like and will eat during the week. 
try making a smoothie. This is a really easy way for those rush mornings out the door to get in your fruit and veggies. If you added things like protein powder, fiber, healthy fats, that would make it a really all-rounded breakfast as well. And to know the amount you should roughly be eating without, without counting, a serving of veg is a fistful. Three, include slow digesting high fiber carbohydrates. So this will give us long lasting energy and is important if you want to gain lean muscle mass or even just boost your recovery too. So develop a carb prep ritual. So many types of carbohydrates such as potatoes or grains need to be cooked. So you need to determine how you're going to do that. Like will you be using mostly pre-prep carbs like microwave rice or tin beans or are you willing to cook it yourself? If it's the latter, consider cooking them in bulk, such as several sweet potatoes or a large pot of brown rice to have on hand. So include meals that have quote-unquote smart carbs and develop a few go-to meals that include these types of carbs that you're willing to make and eat regularly. And to know the amount you should roughly eat without counting, a serving of carbs is one cupped hand. Four, choose healthy fats. These regulate inflammation and help us feel more satisfied with meals. So you're gonna wanna plan your meals that have healthy fats. And if you're eating out at a restaurant and adding in healthy fats is a goal of yours, sushi is always a good bet as they tend to include avocado and raw fatty fish like salmon. Decrease your consumption of processed fats. So try moving away from margarine and move towards like olive oil for cooking. And to know the amount without counting, a serving of healthy fats is one thumb. Five, hydrate properly. (laughs) This is so important as many of us are chronically dehydrated. We tend to consume loads of juice, fizzy drinks, caffeine and alcohol. Additionally, a lot of the time we mistake thirst for hunger, which can in turn make us overeat. So why not keep a drink journal? Simply start tracking your beverage intake and then start to scale back where you see trends such as two drinks per evening instead of four or having a small coffee instead of a large coffee. Also have a water trigger, so get a large refillable water bottle that you love. Fill this up once or twice during the day and keep it near you at all times. And if you can, go for a glass or stainless steel one if possible. Six is supplement basic nutrients if needed. This is only going to apply to a handful of people and you might travel a lot or not get enough nutrients from your existing diet and that's fine. Ideally, it is from your food, but you can supplement them as well. But remember, these are supplemental to a high-quality diet and not a magic fix. So identify basic supplements if you feel as though you need to in particular. A multivitamin if your existing diet is poor. A protein powder if you want a portable, convenient source of protein. Omega-3 supplement like fish oil if you're looking to improve the quality of your fat intake and potentially greens powder if you're not eating enough fruit and veg or if you can't eat enough due to traveling. So now you can deal with building and planning your own meals in line with your fitness goals without tracking. But then comes a big issue, which a lot of you come across, which is that your weekends and your social situations trip you up. And that yes, you can adhere to this five days a week, but the Saturday and Sunday of your week, it just doesn't go to plan. So just to quickly divert back, I wanted to quickly go over a couple of objections people have been coming to me with regarding my one-on-one online coaching service. A few people have said they're not ready, that they're just not sure that they're willing to take this step and commit to this type of schedule. And you know what? You're not wrong. This is a big commitment. 
I know you probably feel like you want to free up some time before you're going to get on with something else but do you know what there really is never going to be the right time and there's always going to be something more important and to be honest I'd actually rather you start coaching when you have a lot going on because that's realistic and you need to learn how to get to your goals when life feels hectic otherwise you're just going to fall back into old habits when you start getting stressed again and the other thing people have mentioned is that coaching is just too expensive and that they can't afford it I mean totally you are right that hiring a coach is an investment but that's just the thing it's an investment on your own health one that gets you a shortcut to the results that you want if coaching was half the price of what it is and the decision would be easy and you'd probably not take it seriously enough so with the money you invest in yourself it makes going for that goal much more of an incentive and also with someone else that is really in your corner pushing you hard to get there too so going back to the episode with this there is another podcast coming And I'm going to talk about all things how to best to overcome your all or nothing mindset, meaning that weekends and social situations will not throw you off anymore. And you're finally going to get out of the start again on Monday mindset. Thank you so much for listening. If you do have any questions and if there's anything you particularly liked or were unsure of in this podcast episode, please do send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Lockwood. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts so that you can be notified whenever a new episode becomes available. I really do appreciate your time and I'll see you next time.